Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. you are welcome to their episode of sheologian we are here today to put the her and punish her punish her also has a she i thought you were gonna say <laughs> i thought you were gonna say punish her i was like yes <laughs> the word her really punish just her. is in <laughs> <laughs> no but punisher has a she right. and her mm-hmm. we totally got it just by accident see that's actually what's been happening guys is um <laughs> They've just been throwing words out there, knowing that eventually one of them would actually have the word in it. We just say, sometimes I do just say random words mm-hmm. and hope for the best. Yep. Uh, my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, I have a strong feeling I would like to share with you. Okay. No one should wear chacos. <laughs> See... I disagree with you, and I actually like them. I know. <laughs> like, I already I know knew you this. <laughs> I knew that you would. But I was trying to think of the thing. We still haven't found like the. Is theolo- this the thing we disagree on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the thing that we disagree on? And I keep waiting for us to have a theological disagreement, and it's just not happening. And so I thought. It's got to be the Chacos. I bet Joy <laughs> loves Chacos. I do. I have looked They're into like owning $90. a pair, but I do not own a pair. $90. I wouldn't, I have to say, I wouldn't pick them over Birkenstocks. That's what I wear. Sure. 24-7. Yeah. 24. Mm-hmm. Even in bed. <laughs> In the shower. shower, you guys, there's nothing like <laughs> gave birth a pair of Birkenstocks. wet Birkenstocks from the shower. <laughs> mm, so great. Probably not better than wet tra- and your, chacos. And your Birkenstocks will last so long <laughs> if you get them wet all the time. <laughs> They're my rainy day shoes. <laughs> Put on a pair of Birkenstocks and stomp in some puddles, everybody. <laughs> If you don't have Birkenstocks, your best leather shoes will, <laughs> will, suffice. will suffice. The other night it was raining really hard and it was really cold, so we decided to go get ice cream. Oh, uh huh, yeah. And to go get ice cream, I put on my tongs. <laughs> and that was really a moment. Like a true desert road like, person. Yeah. I'm so You're like, the do desert. I even, do I have shoes that go past my ankles? <laughs> no. Do I have shoes that like? Aren't just made of canvas. No, I do not. Um, <clears throat> well, you're right. I am Joy, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Summer. And I'm going to continue this conversation about mm. ice cream okay. by mentioning that some people, in some places, mm-hmm. have grown up, and like their ice cream stores close during certain times of the year. Oh, like Dairy Queen isn't open all year in some places. Maybe not so much now. Wow, just I've never because thought like about that. there's a like there's so many more people and right. But yeah, there are places that they I mean, it makes there's sense. like no reason to keep an sure. ice cream shop open when it's negative five degrees. Right, that makes a lot of sense actually. And but I, that's like think about 
cold places. Just <laughs> yeah. Think about what that would be like. I've never had to be like, oh, is our is the ice cream shop open this month? Right. No, I haven't either. And of course, I mean, I know it's not open at like midnight. Right. But this month. Right. This season. I mean, it's the beginning of March, and I have turned my air conditioner on. You've done it a few times too. Yeah, it was too warm. It's 86 here today. Yeah, well, like, it's hot today. It's pretty much. I had a thought today about winter. You guys, my daughter, I'm sorry. I just have to tell you really quick. She's exhausted. So tired. And will not sleep. The only thing she wants to do right now is just straighten her body out and then relax it. <laughs> and then straighten, and then straighten it out. And then and relax. Rub it. her head. Oh, poor okay. JoJo. It's hard to be a baby. I know. So little. Her hair's gotten super blonde, by the way. I know. It's lightning lamp. Okay. You were saying something about winter. I had a thought today about winter that I was going to tell you, but that was like 12 hours ago now. (laughs) (laughs) So it's gone forever and I won't remember it anymore. What was it? It wasn't about ice cream. It was about food. (sighs) I don't remember anymore. It's gone. Okay. Those are my thoughts for today. Also, I know we have one listener named Lisa who just got Chacos. <laughs> I know this is random, but I decided that she can wear Chacos and it's okay. Oh, you, how come she can? She's just really cute. <laughs> I feel like she can Thank wear you. She can wear anything. You don't wear Chacos. <laughs> you wear Birkenstocks in, in the shower and I'm good with that actually. <laughs> See, I feel like Chacos you could wear in the shower because they're like an all-terrain sort of footwear. No such thing as an all-terrain sandal. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how much it costs. No, I do agree. I have seen like I have seen people wear their Chacos and go on like a hike. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not responsible. Yeah, it's not responsible, and I don't appreciate it. Now, if you're going to hike to like cliff jump. Then it, you're kind of in a tough spot. Sure. So chacos are like, or maybe some tevas. I used to have some tevas that were, that, uh, that were. You okay now? You gonna stop moaning in the background? <laughs> oh, she's so cute. She is. She's chunking out. She's getting light. Her hair, I mean. Yeah. I just said she's chunking out and getting, getting lighter. Light. But that's not. I just realized those two things could be seen as a oh, contradiction to one another. Let me tell you how big my baby is right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. What you ready? thingy is? What is it this week? Oh, wait. Is it a jack? No. It's um the Tootsie Pop. It's as big as a Tootsie Pop oh. top or the heart of the ocean from Titanic. <gasps> how appropriate for our show. You know. Or a prune. Oh, I like hard view. Yeah. Part of the ocean or Tootsie Pop was way more interesting than that. So You like how the heart of the ocean is like it's very tied to the Titanic story, but yeah. it didn't really actually Super really wasn't about that. <laughs> well, because like... the deleted you know about the deleted scene at the end. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she the guy actually sees her with it, yeah. you know, and the final one, she just like throws it into the water. Mm-hmm. But in the original cut, everybody comes and sees that she's about to do it. She's right. about to throw it over and and he, she lets him touch it for a minute and then she takes it back and then she throws it over, which obviously they should have edited that because that was stupid. 
and made no sense. And now right. you guys know about the deleted scene from the end of Titanic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, like that, I don't know. Wow. Like, I wonder if there's anyone that has ever been like, has ever thought that was a real part of the story. The Heart of the Ocean? Yeah. People haven't seen it. Probably think that. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't see the Titanic? Didn't see the movie. Okay. <laughs> Probably people who didn't see the Titanic well, sink. Like the that. Titanic. The Titanic. Probably never people sank. who weren't on. Oh, okay. If All right. If you've been a Sheologians listener <laughs> for any amount of time, you know the Titanic never sank. Well, neither did the Heart of the Ocean. Then <laughs> I think a dolphin caught it and brought it to Has me. Has been wearing and it, and now oh. it's mine. <laughs> And I'm just keeping it a secret from y'all. That was a cool dream you must have had <laughs> that night. Okay. Hi. <laughs> well, okay. So this week we're going to be talking about forgiveness. We've had a lot of people call in. So I regularly ask for you guys to call in and tell us things you want us to talk about. And one of the things that comes up a lot in your guys' um, voicemails is the topic of forgiveness. When do I have to forgive? How do I forgive? Who gets to be forgiven? Um, what's another one? How responsible am I for restoring this relationship? Um, it comes in all different kinds of <laughs> Georgia. It comes in all different kinds of like forms, but basically the general topic is around forgiveness. Right. So we just thought. Well, and we have talked about forgiveness before, but it seems like a, it's a real issue in our church. So, or mm-hmm. in our church, in our church, no, in, in, <laughs> in our church culture, I guess is what I meant to say. Right. Um, and so it was kind of like, well, we should probably just never talk, stop talking about forgiveness <laughs> if we're actually trying to be encouraging to never other people who are stop. Christians. Never stop talking about we'll it. Just always talk about it. Um, everything good I have to say in the episode, <laughs> just from here on out, is either a Bible verse or it's from this book called Unpacking Forgiveness by Chris Bronze. And I cannot recommend it enough. My pastor is actually the one that he's he's like recommended it to the whole church. Um, and actually we are in Ephesians for now. And so it's kind of funny that we decided to talk about this topic because we have been like our pastor has been preaching about it that was she, a really sad one. it was a sad one she's so tired here, come here. um so the last sermon i heard was about forgiveness and oh, great. <laughs> um so it just seemed like a great time to do this um so again i will probably i'm gonna link you guys to the book because it is really good um and just very helpful so Hmm, where do I want to start? I guess just so you guys know, and I thought this was helpful. This is something my pastor brought up that the root words for forgiveness um, imply dealing with someone graciously. And it also implies sin or guilt being like untied from someone. So like this sin or this guilt being tied to someone and then this action of untying it. Um, and so I just, I liked thinking about it in both ways, like this gracious dealing and then the sin and the guilt being untied. I just thought that was helpful. So this sentence 
this definition, I think, answers some of the questions we've gotten about forgiveness. Um, like, when do I have to? Or who do I have to? Or who do I owe this to? Or what does it look like? Chris Brown says Christians must always have a willingness to forgive or an attitude of forgiveness. But this does not mean that forgiveness always takes place. So, <laughs> um, I think something commonly missing from the forgiveness discussion is the fact that scripture actually ties forgiveness and repentance like they go together so in Ephesians 4 32 when Paul says be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you this like then you have to ask yourself well how did God in Christ forgive me right well, you're forgiving your sins, but like repentance is a part of it. Right. And so I think a lot of people ask the questions like, do I have to forgive someone who isn't sorry? Right. No, <laughs> you don't. Mm -hmm. How can you forgive someone who isn't sorry? Right. Like right. that's not a thing. Does that right. make sense? Am I, were you coming, coming with the same conclusion? Well, I think that the question after that would probably be like, So what do I do? Mm -hmm. But I think that that um, I think that question sort of already answered. Like we, it seems like the next logical question, but we're not. Like how? So if the person's not sorry, how were you acting to them before? You knew they weren't sorry, right? <laughs> because you're like mm -hmm. a, a spirit of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Or even if you just want to put it as basic as being kind and loving mm -hmm. would necessitate that you just continue doing those things mm -hmm. whether they're sorry or not. Right. Um, well, does that I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But if we're explicitly told that we are to forgive others as God forgave us, then you have to remember that God's forgiveness is conditional. Like, God does not pardon, right. God is not forgiven every person of their sins. Like, there's, there is a condition here. Right. And so we're not denying that God offers grace to all people, but we're saying that he forgives only those who have repented and believed. Like, it's repentance and belief. Right. That, you know what I mean? And obviously, right. being reformed, we believe that even the repentance and the belief are gifts of the Holy Spirit. Obviously, yeah. um, we're not saying you have to go regenerate yourself. That's a different topic. But um, I think we covered that when we we've talked covered. about workspace. <laughs> we've covered that. But so Jesus <laughs> and then uh, in Luke 17, Jesus even gave you the conditional. He said that Christians should forgive if the other party repents. So in Luke 17, three and four, he says, pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. So this is an if-then statement. If he sins and then he repents, you have to forgive. So the repentance is what <laughs> the forgiveness is right. based on. Right. And you have to be willing to do it over and over and over right. and over. And that's the seven, you know, seven times in the day, 70 times seven. Like the point isn't an actual number. It's that you're going to be doing it over and over and over and over. You have to be 
willing to. Right. And so I think one of the assumptions people in the church have today is that you can forgive someone without them being repentant and then you can forgive someone and then be reconciled to them. Right. But that's not true. See, that's the thing is I do think, so in a way, and I, I think we're probably saying the same thing just like with different terminology and there's no, I'm not concerned about the semantics here. Because mm-hmm. um, generally people who want to break it down to semantics are trying to misunderstand you or... Right. Um, or they're just putting, they're like not listening to the overall statement and right. allowing it to be contextualized. But because mm-hmm. I would say that you can forgive someone mm-hmm. who's not sorry in an attempt to say like, I'm reconciled. Like I did, I did my duty in this part. Yes. Like in our relationship was broken mm-hmm. and I attempted to or to the best of the my, my ability, ability on my side. Mm-hmm have yes and so i guess for me like the my my instinct would to say that would be to say that like i've forgiven them yeah. um but i guess so, no it's a it's a refreshing way to think of it because you that's n- technically like you can be especially well okay i'm not going to get into all the caveats but technically you could be reconciled without necessarily having mm-hmm. like expressly forgiven that person yes I think what you're talking about is Christian maturity. Right. So there are times when, well, okay. Which is always my angle when it it's comes always to forgiveness. It's always your angle. <laughs> um, and I like that angle. I think, so what I'm talking about and how it's a little bit, why I would call them different things, not to argue semantics, but because right. I think you're talking about something that we need to talk about. Right. But it's still a part of the conversation. It's still just... a part of the conversation, and it's a huge part of the forgiveness conversation. Right. But I like that you brought this up, too, because that's not something that I really well, thought about. I got it from the guy that wrote the book. Like, right. So I, don't, I can't take the credit, but I love that he pointed out. So if we're to be like Jesus, God never forgives anyone without also being reconciled to them. Right. There's no such thing as someone that God has forgiven that he's not right. reconciled right. to. So forgiveness and reconciliation go together now that forgiveness doesn't mean there's no consequences um and so it doesn't necessarily mean that okay i've forgiven someone now we're best friends right you know there are going to be consequences um and so i think it's important because you know a lot of people will ask things like you know do i have to do i have to um do i have to forgive my abuser and it's like well you do not have to be reconciled to someone who's unrepentant and not sorry. Like you don't, it's not your responsibility necessarily to reconcile that. You know what I mean? If you're not the perfect, and that's the, that was the caveat I was going to give earlier is that we are in situations where I think don't hear me wrong because I think most of the time forgiveness is necessary Mm -hmm. is because two parties have been involved in, wrong against one another right but we are fully aware that there are absolutely cases where one person is a perpetrator and one person is to quote the bible without shame right in that situation right and so i think what you were talking about is super important because in the whole forgiveness conversation there should be a diagnostic by which you determine can i just let this go 
Yeah. So we have that. Um, I have it. Proverbs 19.11 says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. Right. So it is a good thing to overlook an yep. offense and not to get hung up on it, not to go like, well, I can't forgive you because you're not sorry. But there are right. things to, like maturity would demand that you consider a couple of things and right. that you you really decide, can I just let this go? Can love cover this? Right. Can I let that love really cover should it? Be, when you feel offended, that really should be your very first question you ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Can I just, like you said, let Overlook love it. cover this? Well, like, yeah. like move on, mm-hmm. not hold on to it, not become bitter. Right. Um, and just let it go. Right. Let it go. And so um, here are some, again, this was offered by that pastor guy, some like diagnostics that you should do. So he says, first, you should consider if you have examined your own heart. So like if you're trying to determine, is this something I can just let go or do I have to confront it? Um, consider your own heart first. Like don't assume that you necessarily know your motives because Proverbs 16, 2 says all the ways of a man are clean in his in his own sight, but the Lord weighs the motives. So like, have you really checked your own heart? Would be like right. step number one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first actually. So I just said the first question should be, can I l- let go of this? But I guess the real first question is, did someone actually sin against me? Right. Was this actually or am I, am just, I reading this correctly yeah. or. Because, um, yeah, there are times, especially in our culture with the hyper offended mm-hmm. that. Maybe we, you can see offense. And you know what? It's not even just in our culture. For as long as people have been getting married. People have been taking unnecessary offense to something their partner did. So easily. <laughs> um, then you should consider that you might not be right. Like yeah. consider that you might be convinced that this other person did wrong, but you might not be right. Yeah. And then if you're always, if you never find yourself going, oh, I'm not right. Mm-hmm. Consider that maybe you have a pride problem. Yeah. And that one's hard to look at. Yes. Um, you should consider if the issue is actually important enough to confront. Yeah. So, like, are you being overly sensitive? Are you being overly picky? Are you making, are you, like, elevating your personal preferences to, like, a level Sin. of morality? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is the person actually even sinning? Or are they just doing right. something you don't like? Right. You and know? you're not the standard. And then um, I thought this was a good one, especially for consider if this is a all the dogs you made yeah you don't have to pause it's fine scrub forward consider if this is a pattern of behavior so if this is something that's like totally out of character for someone like consider just letting it go like if you and your friend were supposed to do something at a certain time and they were late but they've literally never been late before. Like, right. This is definitely a time where you can let it go. Like this is not right. a pattern. Yeah. Of like, has anyone ever had, it makes me think of, I've had managers before that like, I, they would only come to me if something happened multiple times. And then I would have managers. They're like, anytime something like they were, they're standing over you. Right. And they're like, don't do it that way. And you're like, right. oh, well, that was just a one-time 
right. thing, but you didn't know that you haven't, you know, like taking the time to like actually observe to see observing to see if something right. is a legitimate problem or isn't was more than just a mistake. Right. Like it's right. not actually it may not even be a pattern that has. Right. That that is happening in someone's life or behavior. Right. Like they may have just been like, oh. Right. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, this is something that I think we all kind of we unconsciously practice. I can think of, you know, even just differences among the kids. Like there's times where, you know, with one kid, like they slip up in a way that they just don't ever normally. Mm-hmm. Like, is that something that they really need to be sat down and have like right. a whole talking to, yeah. you know, and then another kid, this might be something that's ha- that happens every single day right. and it has to be confronted in a different way like it would not be appropriate to confront these two the same the way same yeah, way absolutely um so those are some things to consider in in kind of what joy is talking about that like maturity like christian maturity christian love would demand that you consider some of these things and really determine you know well in terms of go uh your your uh example with the kids is good but i think another i think we really really need to consider like partiality mm. in that way in like the day of the internet sort of the faceless conversation where you don't have to like sit and actually talk to somebody mm-hmm. you need to not we need to be convicted when we treat some people different than other people right now by that, what I'm not saying is like, you must love your neighbor three doors down the same as you love your husband. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. you are very forgiving of your neighbor three doors down and not at all forgiving of your husband. Right. Like you're That's showing a, a very uncharitable mm-hmm. partiality and we're, we're right. not supposed to be that way. If if the people in your circle or mm-hmm. in your church or the people you know are your mm-hmm. friends and believe the same thing as you. Right. You're very like, oh, well, you know, I kind of take what you say with a grain of salt. But then someone who's outside of that group mm-hmm. is like, well, what did you mean by the word and? <laughs> it's like, <"Ugh." laughs> right. Goodness gracious. Right. Um, yeah. And it's like ultimately at the end of the day, even if somebody you are not a fan of is a Christian and repents you are required to forgive them. Right. And nothing else is required. No blood sacrifice is required. Like right. Jesus says, if he sins against you seven times a day and turns to you and says, I repent, you must forgive him. Right. Not after your own personal atonement right. is met. <laughs> and after all these other conditions have happened. Um, so all that to say, if then let's say you get to this point where you're like, okay, you've done that diagnostic. You've considered... Right. Can I let this go? Can love cover this? Right. Um, and the answer is no. Like this has to be confronted. Right. Then Jesus is super clear that then you, if you determine, okay, this needs to be confronted, then you have to go. Right. There's an action right. that you have to take mm-hmm. and it's go to that person. It's right. not sit around and be mad. It's not post about it on Facebook so all your friends can agree with you and you can right. feel super justified. It's not write a blog about it. It's not go pout in your room about it. It's right. like go to that person, yep. not everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is something that a lot of times us women can get totally wrong and we don't want to obey it. Like we don't oh, want to yeah. go 
you know, we don't want to go to our husband when we have a problem. We want to find out if all of our Facebook friends are going to have our back in this right. and agree with us. And then maybe we'll figure out how to reconcile with our husbands. Well, so here's the great <laughs> thing about that going to that person. It's a total um, indicator of you, of your diagnostic skills. So we just talked about doing that diagnostic. Um, if you're unable to go to that person, you're asking yourself the questions wrong. Right. Um, or there's a pride issue. Right. Or you think um, you think everyone you've you've gotten to a point where you're so justified that you can no longer see maybe the ugliness with which you're asking for, you know, asking right. for an apology. Right. Or um, if there's been a misunderstanding, if mm -hmm. you there is no diagnostic end mm -hmm. that leads to you not going to the person right it doesn't exist right um so if you think you don't need to go to the person what you're saying is they didn't do anything wrong to me right that's right so if they did do something wrong right and you do need an apology right you need to go to them right if you don't go to them right you are not only doing your dis yourself a disservice by feeding and your own pride Stewing and bowing to the idol of self bitterness but you are also doing a disservice to your brother or sister mm -hmm. who is doing x y and z that's right and when you go to people mm -hmm. and you confront mm -hmm. a specific instance or mm -hmm. maybe just sort of like a general thing mm -hmm. those are the moments when you lovingly approach a person mm -hmm. when everyone in the situation is sanctified mm-hmm you may be saying something to that person that they need to hear. Right. For the good of their whole life, not right. just for your relationship. Right. And that's certainly not, I mean, that's important, but ultimately mm -hmm. the reason why you go is because God said. You have to God go. God said go. Go to that person. And make it right. <laughs> right. And I think obviously a question then would be, okay, well, I went to this person, I brought this issue up and you know, they weren't sorry. They weren't repentant. We couldn't reconcile. It wasn't dealt with. Like, what then? I mean, it's unfortunate. I think we've all experienced that. I know I've gone mm -hmm. to people and, you know, been like, hey, you know, I heard you say this horrible thing about me on the internet. Right. Like, can we talk about this? Right. And basically the answer was no. Yeah. Well, at this point, um, I'm not beholden to forgive them or reconcile with them. I can't. Mm -hmm. They don't want to right. reconcile. They are not repentant. And now that relationship is broken. Right. But I really do feel like because I obeyed the command to go, that I did all that I could do. Like I did, I was at peace with this person as much as it was up to me. Right. If it had been up to you. Like we in the ideal situation, you would have had a <laughs> right. conversation about what went wrong. Um, I was open to repenting myself. Like, hey, if I need right. to repent, will like, you tell me? Like, why did you say that? Because like, what was it? Like, Let me yeah. know because I want to reconcile. Yeah. But if the other party is not willing, you can't. That's it. Right. Like, there is only so far you can go, and you you right. need not like. Well, I think a lot of people. I'm just going to call you out. <laughs> Your first instinct when someone hasn't apologized to you is that you get to, like, be in this weird spirit of unforgiveness. Right. 
So despite everything that Summer just said, my like my point at the very beginning was however you were treating that person before, mm-hmm. like you were supposed to, before they said sorry, you were not supposed to be entering in with this unforgiving Right. You're supposed to have spirit. a forgiving a right. willingness You're supposed to, to be, forgive. Right. Going yeah. towards them to fix this solution. So yeah. so that is the same sort of idea mm-hmm. of what happens after they're not sorry. Right. You don't suddenly earn the right to be because you have also or... wronged people and you've not said sorry. Right. Or asked for forgiveness. Right. Um or maybe you have like maybe you have it. That's st- it's still the same. The point's the same. <laughs> um but there isn't a I I I would just say cuz I we all have a story where we went to someone to reconcile and that just didn't happen um in the way that it was supposed to and then after that we decided we deserved to hold on to the story as the time that this person did this and then they said I did this and then I and then you take the thing and you turn it into this gossip mm-hmm. and and you're not conf- like at that point you, I would almost say you would need to go say like, hey, I've been gossiping about you and now right. I need to apologize. <laughs> right. Like, that's not right. the, um, like, like, in order to leave that situation where one person isn't sorry, mm-hmm. you still, the onus is still on you, like, when you stand before God to like have handled that situation in the most holy way right that you could right so you don't get to like right hate that person forever right because of what they did you should consider when you're considering whether or not to go to someone they might not even know that they have offended you right i mean i can't tell you how many times i've seen this or it's happened to me where i had no idea yeah. That I had hurt someone's feelings or that there was an issue. And miscommunication is a real thing. Right. And perception is not reality. Yeah. And um, so consider. I mean. <laughs> when you come in. Have you heard us talk about that here on Shilogens? <laughs> right. Perception is not, not reality. Really. I mean, that's how a lot of misunderstandings. Right. Start. Right. Miscommunication. Like not even. Not like an I intentional. I thought you meant it this way. Right. Right. Um, and so I think when you go to someone, you need to go with, number one, a willingness to forgive and knowing that th- whatever you're about to say to this person might be complete news. It might right. be total news. They might have no idea. Right. And if you come with that spirit, I think it's it makes it's gracious and it's loving because it makes it easier on the other person to hear what you're saying. Right. When it's clear that you're coming with a willingness to forgive. If you're just coming in hot, like, hey, I can't believe you were intentionally such a jerk to me the other day. Well, you missed, that means you missed something in the diagnostic. That means you're coming right. at the person, which, you know what? Honestly, if you are, if you're upset, I, I do think that that is another, that's another like diagnostic tool is like, I'm upset and it's making me bitter against this person. And I can't, I keep giving it to God every day and then I keep getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. So, Sometimes I don't, please do not take this as doing it every time, but I think it is better to come in a little hot mm-hmm. than not come at all. Right. And so, um, I just going to say, right. like if you, if you are constantly, 
if something it keeps popping into your head and you keep just like your like bitterness just stirs up mm-hmm. we all we all have things that we think about we're like our anger we can just get angry thinking over certain Some things. things like right. um and so if that is something that's happening mm-hmm. don't do not like don't wait i mean you need to not go to them with like a confrontational horrible spirit right but i mean right go to them figure right figure that out needs to be dealt with like clearly if this is something that you cannot let go and it's a stumbling block right it needs to be right and also be prepared to apologize on your own (laughs) right (laughs) at that point if you have allowed yourself any extended period of time to be angry over something yeah. Then you also well, probably that's a need sign to be that ready you're, to... of something that you're not willing to give to God. Right. If you've been mad about something for a decade, yes. Like that's a sign of pride. It's a sign of unwillingness to forgive. It's a sign of bitterness. Yeah. Like all of these things will absolutely choke out your spiritual life and your ability to serve the Lord <laughs> to your full ability. Right. Um and so and I would say too, people are gonna have questions you know, there's sensitive questions here. Um, you know, one of the big ones being like, do I have to forgive my abuser or things like right. that? And um, so I just want to say again, coming with a spirit of forgiveness doesn't mean, like I said, that there's going to be no consequences. Um, forgiveness and consequences often go together. Um, right. Not all the time, but often um, negative consequences anyway. That's what I mean. So, and you know, I would say if you have specific questions like that, then you need to go to your pastor, right. your parents, your husband, like people that can actually get down into the nitty gritty with you in a way that we can't. Right. Because um, there are, and there are even things that are not, there are things that will require some sort of like mediated. Right. Yeah. Something. Or even right. just no one's saying, hey, process go of to forgiveness. The, go to the person who abused you alone. And right. Like right. that is not we're talking here about, you know, daily discipleship issues. Right. These big questions of, you know, trauma, things like that. You definitely should be in contact with your pastor. Right. Maybe your counselor, maybe whatever on those. Um, it's not a one size fits all. But the verses do <laughs> what well, Jesus says command still applies. Right. You know, um, so just consider that and and definitely don't look to podcasters to give you the intimate yeah. details on how to you work all that totally, out. Like even even if you really can't again, if you really like are having a hard time letting go of something mm-hmm. and I'm saying this from personal experience, like <laughs> like saying you've forgiven someone and then every single day being mad at them again and being like, I already forgave you. Like, why am I, why are we here? How are we here? Like that's some things because of consequences or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes people are legitimately mean. Yeah, There are mean people that exist. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, if someone's been mean to you over a period of time, Mm -hmm. it may take you some time and some people helping you and holding you accountable Mm -hmm. and saying like, Hey, like, did you really forgive that person? Cause you just said that mean thing about them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, there are things that take, we're certainly not like, I think in many, many cases, I'm just going to try to be helpful and say that in many, many cases, y'all just need to apologize to each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
in a nice, kind spirit mm-hmm. um, and see each other as a little bit more in uh, image bearer of God mm-hmm. and brother and sister in Christ. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, they, there are these like these issues that occur less frequently. Right. That, But I mean, either either way. It, it's still it's still work and you're still mm-hmm. required yeah to do something about I, it and i think it's clear if you you know the people that obsess over certain issues events other people like and just cannot let it go right that is a sign if if this is the if you are never in a position where you can let something go if you are obsessing over something someone said five years ago, right. if you cannot stop thinking about this person that made you angry, like that is a sign for you. The problem is actually, right. the problem there is actually you. Because right. <laughs> you're not actually in, you're not a part of their personal sanctification right. and walk with Christ. You're not a part of that. Right. Like other than externally. Right. So you you are not going to be able to you have no responsibility. There is no Right. There's you you're not going to be able to make this person into a more mature, nicer right. person. But what you can do is keep yourself right. from growing. That's actually your job. That's here. A, yeah. So like you are the one who's in sin if there's something from last year five years whatever that you just can't you will not let go like you nurse it like it's a little baby goat you have to keep alive and that's a sign that you are you actively are not displaying the fruit of the spirit right because the fruit of the spirit is going to include forgiveness it's going to include love and joy and peace and bitterness doesn't chokes those things out right um, obsession and anger chokes those things out. So you're, if you're insisting, I'm going to be, I should be able to hold on to this, no matter what God says I should do with this, right. I'm going to hold on to it. And it's absolutely going to choke out the spirit in your life mm-hmm. because you're actively engaging in sin by disobeying what God, how God says you should deal with these things. Right. So just something to consider. Um, something I asked myself is like, okay, if I'm, if I'm still thinking about this thing, have I actually dealt with it? Right. If this thing still now, some things you can be righteously angry about and yeah. I'm not talking about that. Right. But if this is something that, I mean, just every day, this is what's in your heart. Like you need to really examine yourself because this, that is not how Christians are to live. That is not, that is not the spirit working in your, that's right. a spirit working in your life. Right. But it ain't it ain't the Holy Spirit. Nope. So consider whose team you're playing for in that. Agreed. You ready for some bad voicemail transcripts? Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I farmed some. <laughs> okay. I didn't even know we were having some, but I know. I'm so excited. I like to surprise you. Okay. <laughs> I love this spot. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Hi guys. My name is Sarah and I'm only semi decent. <laughs> Uh, this one, <laughs> which is great because it I'm could only semi decent. It could mean decent, as in you know how like when you're saying like I'm dressed and right. modest, like I'm dressed, yeah, or like <laughs> I'm only semi decent, like <laughs> I'm only a semi- decent person, yeah. like I'm only <laughs> right, I'm only like somewhat 
of a decent person. Yeah. I'm okay, I guess. Real (laughs) mediocre. Um, I really like this one. Hey, guys, I really need to learn to spend my time better while I'm dead. (laughs) In a way. (laughs) Maybe you will. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing after you're dead. Okay, I got two more. Hi, I'm listening to this week's podcast, and I was an optometrist technician for a few years, and I always like to be held while I'm laughing and choking on air. <laughs> <laughs> so we did have someone call. I remember we were talking about the puff. I figured puff. we'd have an optometrist. Yeah, so about the puff of air. I, sh- I have a friend who's an optometrist. I should have him call in and explain right. to us what's well, happening. Well, she explained the reasons why they can't, well, like, warn you. Right. They can't go, I had like, a feeling one, two, it had to do with, yeah. Yeah. So she explained it, but. Her voicemail transcription was, I always like to be held while but I'm she laughing to be. and choking yeah. on air. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You know, we all like to be held sometimes. <laughs> she just likes to be held she while she's laughing and choking on air. Um, I saved the best one for last. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> just so you guys know. Okay. I already <laughs> talked about this before. This is not a thing Summer does to like amp up. This is not that. It's not that. She legitimately gets to a point where she cannot tell you. It's just too funny. She can't tell you the joke. She can't tell you. Okay. She has a favorite joke that we're not even going to get into right now. I can't tell my favorite joke. Because she laughs so hard. Okay. Okay. I just have to get through this one sentence. Okay. I am a 15-year-old homeschooler, and my parents and I... (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. I got it on this one. I'm a 15-year-old homeschooler, and my parents and I are with those dogs, the Presbyterians. Welcome to quotes to be taken out of context. <laughs> Those dogs, the Presbyterians. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, guys. That's um, I need more bad voicemail transcriptions, so give us a call at 470-465-0475. Join the Sheila Legends Book Do Club. Do you think Presbyterians are dogs? <laughs> like, what's her name and phone number? <laughs> right. She's so sweet. Just blast her. <laughs> She's so sweet. She's a, a 15-year-old homeschooler, and she says she like just found our podcast a couple months ago, and she's so happy because now she has something to listen to while she does her chores, and it was just like the cutest. Yay. So, I loved that. So leave us more voicemails. Um, give us your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas. And we will totally read just the transcription. <laughs> and I'm only going to read the transcription. <laughs> Just send us your most heartfelt stuff and we will read we'll Google read misrepresenting what you said. You are welcome. Uh, hit us up at patreon.com slash sheologians and we will see you guys. Hold on. Oh. Oh. We're just. Okay. We're not- <laughs> see you guys next week. Seamless. See ya. See ya.